this podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am, as always, Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, boys. Uh, I got the I got the stimmy today. I'm in a pretty good mood. Ludwig's been streaming for like 27 days, so that's pretty cool. Um, I really should have cleared my throat before we started this because I feel like I really got a cough. So I'm gonna mute myself, and you can continue. <laughs> um okay uh yeah sorry i i i feel like i did a very uh, aggressive intro there but you know it's because we're so pumped to to talk about stardom i guess um Is so we'll just get right straight word? into it uh yeah yeah maybe maybe but, but yeah let's get into it right uh so the little bits of news um so it's been confirmed that uh hina and rena are coming back uh they're making their uh, return appearances on the uh, March 26th Corkin show in two different tag matches that they are both 100% going to lose. Um, but yeah, it's good to see them back. Uh, Hanan, of course, came back on the last set of shows, which we'll be talking about later on. And the other bit of news is that Azami finished high school uh, today. Uh, I don't think this has affected her wrestling career at all for the last while because she's basically wrestled full time. Um, but yeah, now she's free of any uh, outside commitments, which is uh, an interesting thing. Uh, Dylan, you're the ASME historian. Please make this interesting. Uh, the the fact of the matter is, is that it's not very interesting because Azumi has very specifically, since she started high school, um, selected classes that would not interfere with, with training or with don't go into shows whatsoever. So um, unlike Starlight Kid, who graduated last year, and that became a real big deal because she started getting into tournaments, she started getting title matches, started doing a lot more, uh, Azumi is sort of been like that since she was you know out of middle school so it's not really that big of a deal but you know as a as a human being it's like hey she she graduated she's officially like this is her job now you know she's not a a a student anymore this is more or less her job if she continues to do it which i really really hope she does obviously so not not much that will affect like not much will change but you know it's pretty cool to see uh that she is out of high school finally it's really weird because you know and her are the same age and it's like i'm i'm not so it's like you know you know how it is i am but i'm not it's a, it's a long story but yeah good for her okay. nice um and yeah that's all the news that i can think of uh that we should that we need to cover um i'm sure we have forgot something and i will remember it after the show as usual um but let's get do, do you want right to discuss the... the do you want to discuss the week-long discourse about old people no but frankly no oh yeah me neither this does not apply to stardom when like the oldest first people there are in like their like the low 30s and yet they look like they're in their 20s and nobody can tell the difference so it's it's fine that's true 
Um, but yeah, we will get into the review section of this uh, before we, we do comment on this course and get in trouble. Um, so the first show that happened was on the 13th of March. Uh, this is at Shinkaba First Ring. They drew 145 fans, which I think is basically a sellout. They draw that every time they're at Shinkaba now. Um, in the opener, we had Azumi beating Lady C and Sayaka Matani in a three-way match. Uh, this was pretty solid. Um, I thought Lady C looked a bit awkward at points, but I mean, it's obviously difficult to work with uh, two people at once, and as well, especially like Azumi and Kamatani, given that they both move so fast. So I don't really blame her there. Um, but yeah, this was a solid match. It was only like four minutes, but you know, it did the job of giving Azumi a, a nice win. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. It was pretty fun. Um, Lady C's tall, Azumi won. So it's like, I can't really complain all that much. Uh, at one point, one one little point of interest right before the finish was that Azumi like pushed Lady C into Saya on the apron, but Saya wasn't on the apron. She was mid-springboard. So it looked like she was going to just fall back and die. Um, luckily, she like caught herself and then fell. But I was like, Azumi just doesn't give a fuck, bro. Like, <laughs> she she just, like, it was very, like, like, very precautious timing of her to, like, push her into it. And I was just like, damn, they really just, they're just doing shit. And then, you know, Azumi rolled up uh, Lady C for the win. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought that point was a little funny, kind of, kind of scary, but mostly funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it seems like something Saya would do, though, is to just be like, well, I'm going to fall now. And she'd probably be fine because she's insane. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't put it past her. Uh, the next match, though, that we're going to talk about is uh, the Goddess of Stardom Tag Team Champions, Jumbo and Micah. They beat the Stars team of Goki and Death and the returning Hanan. Uh, this was nice. They uh, they let Hanan come out to her music instead of Death's, which was a nice touch. So we got to hear you know, the, the great ring star. Uh, Dylan is not allowed to sing this week. Uh, Twitter did not like that, so... Twitter, it was Deshaun and you, you asshole. Like, what the like? I, you I, act like oh, I there was saw, like I saw a lot of people liking his tweet though, and they they are they are loyal listeners. So please leave the airs alone. Fucking hate you, Deshaun. I mean, I love you. You're, you're a little <laughs> brother, but like, come on, man. Fucking dick. Oh man, <laughs> it's a good song. Like, come on. Like, it, it, it's is. like it's it's, it's a great so song. Good. It's just not for like non-asian dudes to be singing because it sounds best coming from the woman that sang it yeah okay man okay y'all let me have no fun um do you want to talk about the match or do you want to yeah uh it was a it was a good match i feel like um it was building to the non-existent micah versus hanan match that will never happen I mean, it'll probably happen eventually, but uh, it was, I was really like, oh, that's a good match that can happen, because obviously they're both um, judokas, they're both, you know, a bit more uh, technically sound than some of their, uh, you know, fellow wrestlers. I think that they're two really, really good wrestlers. I'd be super happy to see that singles match at some point this year. Uh, yeah, that was a really good portion. Also, Jumbo just kept throwing up the death, and I was just like, hey, that's pretty cool, that's funny. Um, she 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 knows how it is, you know, Memento Mori. She knows all that shit. Uh, so that that was that was fun. Um, the finish was really fun. Do you want to go through, go over that, or did you not catch that? Um, I was going to to comment on other things first, but yeah, you go through the finish, and then we'll we'll rewind a bit. So basically, um, what does she call it? Jumbo Jumbo hit the was it Jumbo Princess coaster, uh, the JP coaster or whatever. She hit the the. I don't remember what it's called. Whatever that. 
Um, she hit it, and then she rolled up Death, and then Death rolled her up, and then she rolled Death back up, and then she pinned her. And I was just like, oh, that's pretty cool, because like Death in like her her final moments just like was like, ha, I'm gonna get you, and then she didn't get her. And it was it was fun. I don't know. I can't talk today. It's it's rough. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Notably, uh, Hanan debuted new gear for this match. Uh, it's really nice gear. Uh, ripped to the old gear, but. It was pretty good. Uh, she grew again, not as drastically as last time, but she is taller again. Um, and yeah, I thought she looked pretty solid here. I thought the match itself was okay. It was very much just uh, the tag champs working over death mostly, and then she she got the hot tag, and you know it was a pretty standard match. But yeah, Hanan looked good. I didn't I didn't like think she was amazing or anything, but you know obviously there's only so much you can do in a tag match that's seven minutes second from the bottom of the card, you know. Um, but she did well, and uh, I'm hopeful that she can uh, deliver some fun stuff going forward. Yeah, um, she's great, and I think that she didn't really miss a step. Uh, unlike last time, I wouldn't say she like just grew exponentially as a wrestler, because I remember last time she came back, and she was just infinitely better than she was when she had left. So I wouldn't say that was as much of a noticeable thing, but obviously this was a tag match and it was a short one. It was mostly comedy on, on stars's part. So there's not much to like really examine here, but yeah, I'd say that she did not miss a step. She did really, really well. And I'm happy to see her back. Hmm. Uh, and the next match now uh, was a, a 15 minute draw between the cosmic angels team of Mina Shirakawa, Tsab Nakano and Unagi Saka and the Don and Del Mondo team of Julia, Natsupoi and Siri. Um, there was so much that I liked about this match. Uh, just a lot of basic stuff, like um, Julia came out first for, uh, for her team, and she didn't pose or anything. She just went straight to the ring. Uh, they introduced her first, um, and I. It's just it's so many small touches like that that ma- that are making her really interesting. I think because you know her whole thing is that oh well I'm starting again and I'm starting from the bottom. And they've kind of gone all in on that with the little stuff like, you know, her not, you know, posing on the ramp and then her being introduced first and stuff like that. And I think it's just, it's, you know, fair play to them for committing to the bit. And it's definitely made these shows a lot more interesting because, you know, seeing her interact with the other members of DDM in her current form has been super interesting. Um, and I definitely thought like the match that followed was pretty good as well. I thought uh, her and Mina Shirakawa did some really good stuff. And I think I'd like to see a singles match between them two soon, maybe as part of Julia's rebuilding. And uh, Tam and Poi definitely did some good stuff. So I know it, uh, they're challenge, they're fighting for the belt at the Yokohama Budokan, and I'm pretty excited for that match because they did work really well here together, which makes sense because I'm pretty sure they both were trained in the same class as Actress Girls, so they probably do have a lot of chemistry together and kind of they'd know each other inside and out. Um, but yeah, I don't know what you thought of this match or, or Julia, but I know you're pretty high on Julia at the moment. So what did you think? Yeah, I feel like I didn't really want to go to a draw, but I understand why I went to a draw. I feel like it sort of started to drag over the last couple of minutes. But other than that, I really did enjoy this match. And I think Julia was likely my favorite part of it. Um, in the pre-match, in fact, Julia at the end sort of just like tried to subtly slip in her saying, I am internally suffering. <laughs> I was just like, damn. <laughs> okay like and then she's like went over it like you know it was like continue talking i was like so we're just gonna we're just gonna pretend like 
Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like Julia on this show and then on the on the Shinjuku Face show tomorrow or, you know, the day after, rather, um, she really, really was just great in what she was doing. Um, she's sort of like that schoolyard bully because she's just like sick of everything and she's just fucking being a dickhead. And but at the same time, she isn't like the supreme dickhead like she was. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's taken away that like it's taken away that superiority factor and it's replaced it with like this just straight up just being an asshole and she's really really good at it um yeah i just i really enjoyed this match i feel like cosmic angels matches usually what happens is i'll enjoy it for the most part and then i will go a few minutes too long and i'll be like okay when's this gonna end um and this this did fall victim to that a bit but for what it was you know a 15 minute draw i thought it was pretty solid and like i said julia um julia with short hair is like infinitely better than julia with hair i'm gonna be completely honest like i'm just so much more invested in the character and i think that her matches are more enjoyable personally uh so yeah i i'm i'm enjoying this yeah that's pretty fun i I feel like they did shoot themselves in the foot a little bit with what their next move is for the two of them um but i am gonna hold off on complaining about it too much until the match happens because i do think that uh she probably loses that one and continues her her downfall but she's definitely been the highlight of these shows in some ways i I definitely think her in ring has taken a step down because obviously she isn't just able to to no sell everything and and throw forearms at people but she's made up for it by being interesting in other ways um yeah i think you know your assessment of the match is fair um, I think I just I liked Cosmic Angels more than you, so I guess I was just more into it. But it definitely wasn't like amazing or anything. Like I don't think anybody has to go out of their way to watch it. But you know, if you are a regular Stardom viewer and you're you know you know you have some time, I definitely think throwing this on wouldn't be a waste of your time. You definitely have fun with it. Um, but it's definitely nothing you have to go out of your way to see. Probably the best match on the show. I mean, it's not really saying much because yeah. really, there wasn't much from the show. But looking at now, I think that was probably the one I enjoyed the most. Which is shocking, <laughs> honestly, because oh, I'm not too big on the Cosmic Angels, and I am—I haven't been too big on DDM. You know, I, I've enjoyed them, and I respect that they're a good, tr- a good stable. But I've never been like super high on them. So to say that this was probably the best match on the show, it kind of takes something out of me. I'm not gonna lie, but it's it's a good one. It's fair. Um... We're moving on to the next match, though, uh, that I I know you're not looking forward to talking about. Uh, the Uedo Tai team of B Priestley and Konami beat the Queen's Quest team of Momo Watanabe and Itami Hayashishita. Uh, B, as I said last week when we previewed this, pinned Momo, um, because of course she did. Uh, that is the story. Uh, B, after the match, was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with Momo now. I don't care about Momo. That is how... That is how low Momo has fallen at the moment. B is like, I don't even care to call you shit. Uh, I'm moving on to Utami. So, yeah. Um, it was an okay match. I I feel like B and Konami, they're solid, but they have a very low ceiling. Like, I just, their heat segments are so bland. And, uh, you know, it, it they're not, like, bad, but it's just kind of like they're doing heel stuff, and it's the most basic heel stuff. Um, and it's not all that interesting. But uh, there were nice moments. Like, I think if Tami and B do work well together, and of course, Momo and B do work well together, and Konami and Momo obviously did some cool stuff. But I think overall, it was just a solid match with a, a finish that will disappoint a lot of people. 
I expected it, so I'm not like too upset. But uh, I definitely know there was a lot of resentment uh, when this result was uh, announced on Twitter. It was just I don't know. It it wasn't my type of match. Uh, it 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 felt fall victim to fell fall fell. It fell victim to my very prominent issue with these sort of tag matches that it felt like it was a match that was like a means to an end less than it was a match in and of itself. So mix that with me not really enjoying the tag team that was on top for most of it. It just doesn't really work well uh, because, you know, if it was just a true heart as a, as a tag team against the black widows as a tag team, you know, like if this was like a tag league match, so to speak, I would probably enjoy it a bit more, but this felt like it was a match solely focused on getting B over as a, you know, like just, having B win and that was just sort of like the beginning and end of it and yeah there were like bits and pieces where it was like you know oh well Konami's in here and she's also doing cool stuff I guess um you know or Momo's kicking B and you know, like there's there's little segments of that but there wasn't really any like good tag team work there wasn't really any particularly interesting moments for me so I I would say I was not a fan of this one uh and then B pinned Momo and she kind of buried Momo after the match because we live in a fucked up world, Alex. I don't know if I've said that recently, <laughs> but we we do live in a fucked up world. I don't know, man. Like it it started as like sort of like a a cautionary tale a few months ago, where it's like I don't know. I feel like Momo's kind of losing a bit much. Like maybe like she could bring it back though. At this point, I genuinely feel like, and I hate using this word. I feel like Momo is in the mud. Like, she is not, she's not even like, oh, she's losing sometimes, but, like, she's just losing a lot. And I know she she wasn't going to win this match, and I understand why she lost this match, but she's just losing a lot. And then to be like, you know what, I don't even give a fuck about you no more. Like, that, like it's just, it's a lot, man. It really is a lot. Yeah, the, the systematic uh, destruction of Momo continues, and it's a, it's a sight to see. I don't know. I don't see any end to it either, because obviously, like, Saya seems to be their main focus, and as well as Utami. So, I mean, there's no real push in sight that I could see coming from Momo, so I think we're just stuck with this for a little bit. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm wondering if they're going to go somewhere with it, but I think, I think the GP this year will be a big indication of how they see her, because she's usually booked pretty strong in the GP, and I think if she just has... A terrible one this year and like doesn't win many points then i think that'll be a good indication of where she stands because uh at the moment she doesn't seem at all important to them um and it's Bro, not even if, like if they give her a nasco run oh my god i'm gonna be so mad because i remember like <laughs> it was like two years in a row when like they were building nasco up and then she won one match in the gp like that was 2018 2019 they did that two years in a row where it's like, oh, she's like, you know, she's a tag champion and like she's going to challenge for the white belt in like two months. You know, like she was getting built up both times and then she's like, yeah, she loses every fucking match. I, I, if, if that happens to Momo, man, oh man, that's gonna be a fucking, that's gonna be a fucking mess of a fucking tournament, man. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't be surprised too. Like if, if, like hopefully they don't do that sort of thing, but they definitely could and I would not be shocked which is scary yes um yeah i don't know but um yeah uh obviously the main the main in uh point of this match was to 
continue that kind of B has Utami and Queen's Quest number kind of storyline, um, which is what it is. Uh, it's as it's been revealed that that's not the main event of the Yokohama Budokan. So I don't know. It's just uh, another world title defense for Utami that you know doesn't get to go on last because Julia is. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't mind it too much. Uh, I know Utami is probably going to beat B. Um, but yeah, I, th- I don't know. They have to build B up, I guess. Um, on to the main event, though. Yeah. Uh, we had back-to-back wins for away to tie uh, when the Natsuko Tora, Ruaka, and Saki Kashima team beat the Stars trio of Mayu Utani, Saya Ida, and Starlight Kid. Uh, Ruaka pinned Ida, I think, with uh, the refrigerator bomb, I think she's calling it, which is where she basically just gets up to the top rope and then just falls on them. And it's it's great, and yeah, she challenged for the future Stardom title afterwards. Uh, this was a much better promo than the last time they let her cut a promo where she was just like, "Yeah, I won and I'm happy." Uh, this time she was like, "I am Eva Raka," and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty funny. And then uh, Natsuko got on the mic and was like, "Yo, Mayu, uh, I'm kind of sick of beating your ass. Tell me a stipulation for this big all-out war that you waged on us." And uh, she gave her a day to to decide and. We'll talk about that in a minute um but yeah i didn't like this match too much i thought it was very basic like a lot of it was just the way to tie team working over uh ida i believe and then the final stretch had a lot of ruaka and i just didn't think she was up for it like she just didn't seem on the same page as everybody else which is disappointing uh mayu and saki did some good stuff saki obviously heard us talking shit about her and was just like i'm gonna stunt on these hoes because she's been pretty good recently um but yeah ruaka just she didn't seem great in this match. Uh, I don't know if you would agree because you're obviously a big Rockistan, but I thought she just looked a bit off the pace compared to everybody else. Like it was, I don't think she's ready for this kind of main event style yet. There was a lot of Rocka in this match. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I, as a match, I didn't enjoy it. I felt like it was probably one of the weaker Way to Tie Stars matches that we've seen. Um, and especially in comparison to the match they had the next day, which I really enjoyed. Um, We'll get to in a minute i think this match was really weak uh i don't want to blame it all on raka because i think that it wasn't all her i think that just in general the match was very uninspired uh overall but yeah it was a lot of raka in this one and she definitely could have used a little bit of support there and she didn't get a lot of it uh and yeah not not great stuff not great stuff uh, it was it was, the way I described it in my notes was that it was an Ida versus Raka match that was way longer than it needed to be, and it had like breaks in the middle for you know other people to jo- go in and then wrestle for a minute and then tag back out to Ida and Raka. So it was like a twenty minute Ida Raka match, and I didn't need to see that. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, and I feel like it's because they tried to do the main event style as well like i think Ida and rocka could definitely have a fun match in uh, that kind of opener style of yeah we're just gonna forearm each other and shit and it'll be fun um but the the main event tag style just didn't really fit what they were doing um which is unfortunate because i mean it's nice to see them give rocka some attention but she just doesn't seem ready for it which is disappointing um yeah, that was that show. Uh, I, I enjoyed it when I watched it, but then re- reviewing it just here, I was like, yeah, that was actually kind of shit, wasn't it? <laughs> it was just, it was like solid, I guess. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't anything special. I think the next show was a bit better though. Uh, so we'll talk about that. 
Uh, this was on the 14th of March. It was at Shinjuku Face. Uh, they did 234 fans. Uh, the opener was Azumi and Lady C. And I texted you about this, and I was like, this was so much better than I expected. And you probably thought that I was talking shit about Azumi or Lady C, but I was like genuinely like, oh, this was good. <laughs> Did you, was I just crazy, or was it actually like kind of good? It, it was really enjoyable. I wouldn't say it was like a great match or a good match. Like, saying it's not a good match. It was a good match. Uh, I wouldn't say it was anything special, but then again, I have very high expectations from Azumi basically every time. So I guess that's sort of uh, the difference there. But it was really fun because I feel like Azumi had more time to be a bit more dickish in this one in comparison to the uh, triple threat match where her and Kamatani were kind of like, you know, on again, off again as as teammates and, you know, like beating each other up, whatever. I feel like Azumi really had the time to just be an asshole and just, you know, be a little shit against Lady C. Uh, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I really enjoyed the finish. I think Dragon Moon posted about it, how uh, cool the finish was. And I was like, yeah, that was a pretty cool finish. Where uh, Izumi got like seven different submissions on. And then in the end, she just got a fucking disarmor style Fujiwara and just tapped her out. Uh, and I, I thought that was a really cool little uh, like segment near the end. And yeah, it was it was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, can't complain. Lady C looked good. You know, she was tall. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the next match then was uh, the Don and Don Mondo team of Julia and Suri. They beat the Stars team of Hanan and Sai Ida. Uh, this was notable because Suri uh, got some new gear to match Julia's new look, and it was pretty cool. Uh, she was wearing the UFC branded uh, top, um, and yeah, they they look cool as hell. Uh, it's a definite departure from what we're used to from DDM, but it's it's pretty fun, and I think it's something that connects them because I feel like Julia and Suri. As a team, never felt like they had much in common because obviously Siri is like this weirdly bubbly person who will knock your fucking head off, and Julia is just a bitch. Um, but here they just looked <laughs> yeah. united, and it was very nice. And you can just tell that Siri is probably having a lot of fun with it because she is an absolute weirdo. Um, and yeah, I mean they they looked good. Uh, the match was kind of it was okay. Uh, they they worked over Hanan a lot. Um, and I think Siri and Hanan did some cool stuff. Um, but other than that, it was not notable. Um, Siri got the win for her team because you know, Julia has yet to win since, uh, or well, no, she beat Goku in death, but she's yet to pick up a win in a tag scenario since uh, head shaved. So, yeah, that was that. I, it was pretty decent. I have more to say about this one than you do, actually. Uh, I feel like this was really good, and it, it was a further uh, proof that Julia is a very different wrestler now than she was like two weeks ago. Because one thing that I always felt about Julia, and sort of with Tam too, and Mayu falls into this occasionally as well. Same with Utami. Honestly, all of the leaders sort of have this sort of thing where they do it, you know, every once in a while. Julia was probably the worst with doing it. Uh, that they would wait until like the last like five minutes to ever even like exist in the match. And then by the time we got to them, it's like, okay, well, everybody else just did fun stuff. And now you're just doing your usual stuff and it's just like you know i i get over it i i'm over it by the time that they come in whereas in this one julia was started out the match she was really like she took the lead in this match shuri came in and did her shit and then she tagged back out and julia did more like it, it felt like it was a surprisingly julia taking the lead in tag matches makes her infinitely better than if she's just doing like the the big pop spots of it near the end i don't know if that's just me like reading into things and just like 
looking for little patterns when they're not there. But I feel like Julia definitely is more a part of this match than she would have been if this match happened a month ago, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think I noticed this in the uh, the Cosmic Angels match as well, because she started that one with, with Mina, I think, and she did all of the, the you know, obligatory grappling to start and the forearms and stuff. Uh, she definitely has gone from the person who tags in to do the forearms and get, you know, the nice reaction for tagging in to person who's going to carry the bulk of the match, which is, uh, again, it's another one of those things that she's taken on as part of her new character arc, which is really interesting. Um, and it's why it's it's been so effective. It's because she isn't just Julia wrestling shorter matches now. She is wrestling different. And I think that's super interesting. And I, I appreciate that she's, you know, given so much thought to it and she's really gone on all, all in with it because she could have easily just been like, fuck that. I'm just going to wrestle how I used to, but I'm bald now. So, yeah, I like I said, it's, it's definitely a. A change for the better, in my opinion. I, I'm really enjoying this Julia a lot more than I was the old Julia. And I was starting to come around to the old Julia um, around her match with Kid and, you know, past that. So I, I thought this was a really good match. Sherry got the one with the sharpshooter. Um, maybe it's Scorpion, Deathlock, who knows? It's it's the sharpshooter. Uh, it's the sharpshooter. Uh, that's a little <laughs> that's, a, that's a little poke at JR because, you know, he's shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I enjoyed this one. I think Julia's killing it. I think Julia and Sherry as a tag team look dope. They are dope. And I'm very excited for them to, you know, do some more shit. Wingori coming back, also pretty dope. Um, also, Julia, Julia and Handshakes. You want to talk about that? Um, I'll be honest, I did not notice it. So uh, you're going to have to walk me through that. So basically, the match starts with Shuri shaking Hanan's hand. Um, and then Ida going to shake Julia's hand, and Julia slaps the shit out of her hand, like, what the fuck you think you're doing? And then Ida, like, just looks at her, and, like, walks up to her, like, you didn't just fucking do that. And it was, like, intense as hell. Um, and then, you know, uh, Wingori ended up losing, and Julia went to shake Ida's hand. And Ida just looked at her and said, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and Julia's like, damn, I tried! Like, I, like, I, I tried! And I was like, okay, so I see where this is going. Because basically... Julia, I don't know. She, I don't like comparing people to other people because when Julia got compared to Akira Hokuto by Akira Hokuto, it kind of made me feel really weird. Um, but it's one of those like Kagetsu esque things where it's like she's very specific with where she shakes people's hands. She's kind of a dick about it, but it's like it's sincere at the same time. So I, I kind of enjoy that little, uh, that little thing, you know, like post match sort of psychology, so to speak. With, with the shaking of the hands, and I found that pretty funny and pretty enjoyable. So, yeah, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, it sounds like another one of those things where uh, the old Julia will creep up every now and then because she's like, well, I'm not going to shake your hand before the match, but, oh, now that I've won, I will shake your hand, It's uh, which is peak Julia, to be fair. Um, she, man, she's just <laughs> she's doing some great work. I don't know if we're just like reading way too much into shit, but even if we are, I'm having fun with it, so I don't care. Um, and yeah, she's, I don't know, she's just doing a lot of good work for me. Uh, they might undo it all at uh, the Budokan, which we'll have to talk about. Uh, I keep calling it the Budokan, but it's the Yokohama Budokan. Very so, specific, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, the Yokohama Budokan, uh, we, we might talk about, about that later. Um, but the next match to talk about then is uh, 
E. Priestley and Konami beating Momo Watanabe and Sai Kamatani. Uh, B. B. I'm gonna jump in here. So, oh, okay. Um, I'm not gonna talk about this match, but I am gonna say a joke. Um, so imagine if like you, uh, like you know, like the Budokan thing. It's like, oh yeah, they're wrestling at the Tokyo, at the Tokyo Dome, and then it's like, oh, Tokyo Dome City Hall Arena. That's like 200 people. But, like, you kept calling it the Tokyo Dome? That would be funny. You know, like, oh, they're wrestling at the Tokyo Dome. It's like, yeah, Tokyo Dome City Hall, where there's a couple hundred people, maybe. Like, that. that's what it reminded me of. Um, I, I did not watch this match. Um, no. So uh, I, I thought I'd get that in before, you know. We, okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah, I did watch this. And uh, similar to the one from the, the last show, it was just very solid stuff. Um, I think it was a bit better because B and Saya do actually work quite well together. They've got a really good dynamic going. And uh, obviously Momo is Momo and she works really well with both of them. Um, it was interesting to see Saya take a loss. I feel like they might be looking at something down the line with Saya and B based on the fact that they had those two matches and they've kind of... In uh, some tag matches, and maybe I'm looking too much into it, but I feel like there's something there between B and Saya. Like maybe they'll wrestle in the GP and Saya will win or something. Um, I just like get this feeling that it's leading to something, even though it could just be that they happen to to be wrestling a lot. I don't know, uh, but it feels like they they're looking to take it somewhere, which is pretty interesting. But um, yeah, like this this was just another way to give uh, B another win. You know, man, <laughs> I was right. That's the thing is that I was right. Is that it's like I don't want to see Black Widows anymore. They gave me a lot of Black Widows. I watched one of their matches. I'm just like, no. Uh, <laughs> that's why okay. I found my notes is no, and then I moved on. So okay, uh, yeah, um, that's uh, not. Uh, oh no, man. I just want Mama to do something, bro. That's all. I mean, she is challenging for the the artist belts in like ten days. But you she did get a hair like, done. You that was news. Oh, that was news. Did, they all got did, the hair yeah, done. Yeah. Everybody did, yeah. Everybody, yeah. Mina's everybody Mina's great pink hair is gone, and I'm disappointed because her pink hair was fantastic, and now she's just back to some basic color. Very disappointed. Yeah, her her pink hair did go crazy. I'm not gonna lie. It's sad. Yeah. Um. I was also I'm literally sad. I'm literally trying to talk about anything other than this match. <laughs> I'm moving on now, so Pog, let's go. Okay. So yeah, I was also sad about the next result because uh Natsuko Tora, Uraka, and Saki Kashima beat Goki Gendeth, Mayu Utani, and Starlight Kid. Uh Uraka beat Death here, so she did the refrigerator bomb and uh beat Death. Um this was similar to the to the match from the show before, uh, which is uh it was okay. It was there was some fun spots, but uh um, the important part was that after the match, uh, Tora was like, yo, I'll give you a day. Mm, 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 Come up with mm, a stipulation. Mm. No, oh no. What's happening? What's what? Are you going to tell know. me I... the significance of Uraka beating death? Or... No, I'm going to tell you the significance of this match in general. I thought this was a really, really good match. Um, I felt like this was probably one of the better Stars vs. Oedo time matches. It all flowed very, very well together. Uh, maybe it's because Stars was on top for the for the beginning instead of Oedotai being on top for the beginning, I feel like that might have mm. like been the main difference between the two of them, uh, between this match and the match before. I, I really enjoy this match. Uh, I want to start with the... I'm, I'm going to go into this. I don't give a fuck. Um, so, so it started with Mayu forgetting her wristband um, in the back. 
and she's like freaking out, like I don't have my fucking wristband. What the fuck am I gonna do? That's my entire that's my entire thing. It's the fucking baseball throw. I, what what am I supposed to do? So you know, she's like like finicking the entire time until her introduction, and then Hannon runs in from the back, and she gra- she has her her wristband. She gives it to her. Everybody claps for Hannon. She gets the wristband. They yell her um Yuri yells Mayu Iwatani, and she fucks up the throw, and it lands in the ring. And then everybody just laughs. And then Kid picks it up, and then she's like, okay, let's do it one more time. One more time, Mayu. And then she gives it to Mayu. Yuri calls her name again. She throws it, and it's great. Uh, man, I fucking love stars. They're so cool. Uh, then, for the bulk of the beginning of the match, stars bullies the fuck out of Ruaka. I don't know how you didn't mention this. So fun. Uh, Mayu's just beating the shit out of her. Um, she fucking baseball slaps her. Like I don't know. This I really enjoyed that. They were just killing this child um and then natsuko got in did fun natsuko things uh Saki got in her and mayu did cool stuff um yeah i thought this was a really really good match they needed a chair to beat death yamasan but or goki and death rather uh that was kind of sus but you know Ruka won with the freezer bomb also you'd think that you being the big nanai fan would recognize that Ruka got the freezer bomb and its name from nanai you see, I know the similarities, but I always felt like Nanai's was more of a frog splash where Raka just kind of death death falls on you, and it's just like, I'm going to smush. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I agree, but, like, she got the name from Nanai. See, so, see maybe the intent does splash, but she just, like, doesn't. She just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I also yeah. call it the wrong name. I've, I've been calling it the refrigerator bomb. It's the freezer it's both. bomb. It's it's both. That... I remember like, I remember so Natsuko called it the freezer bomb, um. But then Sunny called it the refrigerator bomb. Uh, somebody called it like the ice box bomb or some shit. Like I don't know. Like like people are calling yeah. it just everything that is related to a refrigerator. So it's refrigerator, <laughs> freezer, whatever. It doesn't get okay. I see. But yeah, I enjoyed this match. I thought that was pretty pretty solid. Um, you want to get into the after match or? Should I? Yes. Um. I'll I'll take the lead. Um. So afterwards, basically, Rocco or Jesus Natsukotora was like, "Yo, Mayu, I told you to have a stiff for me today." Um. Mayu was like, "Let's do a sumo contest." And Tora just so looked at her and was like, "Yeah." No, Tora was just like, "Bitch, you couldn't even lift me. Like, what are you talking about?" And then uh, Mayu was like, "Oh, let's let's test our skills on the ropes." And then Tora was like, "Right, I'm done with this bullshit. Uh, how about this?" Uh, five on five. Uh, the loser, the last person eliminated, has to leave and go to the other faction. Um, a basically Mayu just I she didn't respond. She kind of responded, but also didn't. So Starlight Kid had to step in and be like, "Yo, we don't want any of these away to tie bitches. Like we're we're gonna win, okay? And then we're gonna tell you to go fuck yourselves, and we're gonna embarrass you." Um, so basically, we have a stipulation where. The person who loses is supposed to go to the uh, the other team's faction, but if stars win, they're just gonna say no. So like, it's a strange one, and I I, I don't know, because uh, we when the stipulation was announced, the English Twitter account was just they didn't they left out the part where Starlight Kid was just like, yeah, if we win, we're not taking anybody. Um, so and it seemed like a really bad idea because like, stars has barely been settled for like a week. Like, because they had all of the unrest, and then Tam left, and then 
Rena, uh, Rena left first, didn't she? And then yeah. Tam left. And then just as things seemed to settle down, Rocka left. And it's just like, can the factions please stay settled for like two weeks? Because there seems to be something going on all the time. I don't think either faction would benefit from a change unless it was a huge change like Mayu going or Natsuko Tora going, which isn't happening. I just don't see the and like basically the the fact that they've given themselves this out with the the stars being like yeah we're not going to take any of you then uh i feel like that's just how it's going to go stars is going to win and they're just not going to take somebody and it's a bit of a cop out but yeah the the post match itself was entertaining um i feel like mayu's character is very reminiscent to homer simpson and that it is just just become a one note idiot like, i don't know if it's just me but she used to have some brain in her head but now it's just like she's just a brainless dolt and an absolute child and it's it's great like she's fantastic at it but it, this post-match I was like what are you doing like this is like you waged war on this group and now you're not taking the stipulation seriously I don't understand you and this is just it's after very her really weird with Yoshiko as well when Yoshiko was like I want to wrestle you and she was like no and then she was like oh I think you should wrestle some of the stars and Yoshiko was like no and she was like well I guess I'll wrestle you so like she's just so strange like she used to be she was always an idiot but it was very endearing and now it's just like she is just she is just an idiot and starlight kid has to be her fucking mom he's like listen it's okay mayu you just sit down and don't think i will do the talking it's a weird situation all around um because i feel like I feel like Mayu isn't so, like I feel like she should be having like an existential crisis, and I feel like maybe that's what's happening, is that it's like oh I'm just gonna laugh the pain away, ha ha ha. But it's like there's no real like even underlying story of that, so that's a real large leap for me to make there. Uh, a few things is that it's like some people, and you know I'm I'm going off some you know things I've seen on the internet, uh, so don't so don't you know take this completely truthful. Uh, but these are some like theories that I'm sort of like enjoying the thought of, or not even enjoying the thought of, just think whatever. Uh, is that maybe Death is the last one eliminated because one, she's always the last one eliminated in these sorts of matches. It feels like, um, and two, that would mean every single member of TCS is now in a Wado tie except for Jungle. So Jungle's gonna come back and be like, "What the fuck happened?" Um, so there's that, and that would be kind of interesting, I guess. Uh, the other one is that, uh, and this doesn't really work now, seeing how the match card's laid out, is that somebody betrays Natsuko. I thought it would be B, so that B can lead Oedotai and it could be fucking horrible and all that shit. But uh, I don't know. Like that, that's Those are the two options. Because if somebody betrays Natsuko and Natsuko's like fucking crying in the ring because her friends just bailed on her and then Stars is just like, uh, what do we do? Um, I don't think they would just be like, ha ah, you fucking loser, then walk away and she's just homeless. Like, I don't think that would happen. I think that if Natsuko got betrayed, then it's very likely that stars would be like, well, I mean, like, yeah, you're kind of an asshole, but it's like, we, we'll be nice, I guess, maybe. Do you, do you need some, do you need a hug? You know, like, I think that could possibly be a good story. Um. But yeah, I don't really like this at all. I would have much rather the Sumo Showdown, I'm going to be quite honest, would have been a lot more <laughs> fun. Uh, yeah. As somebody who loves Sumo and also loves 
wrestling and like i don't know i think that would just be fun but it, it you're right it's been there's too much too fast and it feels like there's this thing the issue or do, do you have any comments on what i just said because i'm gonna go into a whole nother thing not a whole nother thing but i'm gonna go deeper into it um i would like i would like to say that i i don't think tora going to stars would be a good thing i feel like it would be a step back for her almost and i'm not sure how it would work um, especially because her and Jungle will be together again, and uh, that'd be a very toxic environment. So, um, I, I think that's, like that's super interesting, though. It's an interesting one, but it also just doesn't work on any level. And I think her then having to just be the good guy again after finally kind of embracing herself and becoming a proper heel over the last year would be, I don't know, just be a bit of a setback for somebody like her. Yeah. Um, I I can get so, that. A way to tie would suck without her. Let's be honest here. Konami is the workhorse uh, alone, which I'm kind of down with. I I don't think I think I'm down with a way to tie just sucking. Like I think I could like just just officially me just being completely like separated, not giving a fuck. Uh, Natsu Samira can come back and join fucking. I don't fucking know. Like, I think that would be fine for me. <laughs> but, but they're no, so um, prominent on all the shows, and they're like a they're getting featured a lot. And their main event trios matches being Konami, Sakigashima, and B Priestley sounds very painful. As good as Saki has been lately, uh, I just feel like Natsukatora makes that group much better. And I think her outside of it worries me for the match quality, especially, um, and just for her as a character because I, I don't I don't know how it would work. Unless she uh she goes back to being Jan again, but I don't know. See, the thing is, is that, and you know, this is where I'm gonna. So I obviously have those two trains of thoughts. That's like, oh, either Death is gonna go to Oedotai or Natsuko is gonna go to Stars. Um, those are basically my two thought process, press, whatever. Um, <laughs> so on the Natsuko going to Stars side. I think that I wouldn't particularly like, like I would be interested in it, but I think that this should have been done later if that's the route that they go. Cause I'm down with, with Natsuko like becoming that like anti-hero character um, and being like super cool and super badass and not being <laughs> with her fucking dead weight in a way to tie. Uh, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. I don't think that it's time for that yet, but I think that Natsuko suggesting this match it should be her losing it similar to to back in the day when Oedo tied this the first time when Kagetsu's like yeah I can fucking I don't give a fuck I'll, I'll like we can we can sacrifice one of our wrestlers because we know we're gonna beat you um and then they lost Nakano uh Tam Nakano not Bull Nakano so then they lost Tam Nakano so it's like that kind of makes sense for it to be like oh the person who puts up their wrestler ends up losing it that makes sense, but at the same time, it doesn't really make sense because nobody in a way to tie really makes sense to leave other than maybe Natsuko getting kicked out and like, you know, dethroned and all that stuff, whatever. That's a really messy side. On the other side, the reason why I think death going to a way to tie is a bad idea is because Tam is gone. So it's like, it's like, if you think about it, it'll go back to the original idea, right? It'll go back to to before TCS died and got, you know, thrown into stars. Nobody from TCS will be in stars. And that'll be, like, the big thing. It's like, oh, like, so stars is back to how it was before um, Yokohama Budokan the first time. 
that's okay. Issue is, is that Stars has nobody now. They have fucking Kid and Ida and Mayu and Jungle at some point. And ha- like, it, it, they don't have enough bodies to be a sustainable group, especially when most of the wrestlers don't consistently win matches. In fact, they consistently lose matches. So obviously death leaving won't be a huge blow to stars when it comes to like people who can win matches, but just in the number of bodies way, it does not work for me. I know I've been talking about this for a long time. I'm sure some of you guys are getting bored of me just talking, but uh, I don't know. I don't like either possible outcome that I project, and that's kind of why I'm not a big fan of this. Uh, I think that Natsuko leaving would be interesting. I don't think it would make a lot of sense. I don't think it would be particularly great for anybody involved, but I also think that stars just getting battered um, for Jungle to eventually come and save them against her former teammates, it's not worth the squeeze for me. You know, the juice ain't worth the squeeze on that one. So, I don't know, man. I'm I'm not a big fan of this. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, you had something you wanted to. Did you have something you wanted to say? You had something you wanted to go down, or was that it? Man, fuck you. Were you even listening? No. <laughs> yeah, no, because you, you before you got off on this tirade, you had another thing that you were gonna say. Um, because you said you were gonna dig deeper. Was was this? That was that was the digging deeper. Is is of death okay. joining Oedo Tai? Because it's like there are. There are avenues in which it makes sense, but I think taking any of those avenues is not worth stars being crippled to death. You know what I mean? And it also, sorry to continue, but you did like enlighten one other aspect of this, is the Mayu issue, um, where she is sort of like that Homer Simpson character where it's like she should stand for more, but she really doesn't. Um, at one point she said something about justice will prevail. And I was like, when the fuck did you give a fuck about justice? Like, I didn't know that was a thing. I knew that you were like, oh yeah, like you shouldn't be a dick. But then again, you're kind of a dick. So, like, I don't know. It's it, <laughs> like, she just sort of like made something up because she's the good guy. So she is sort of like in a weird spot. And I think that her losing would make sense because she isn't really taking anything seriously. So Natsuko and Mayu are two different aspects, because, you know, I, I, I'm talking too much, man. We could talk about this in a few weeks when we actually talk about the match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should uh, we should at least finish this episode before uh, we, we go too long. Um, the next match to talk about, uh, the Way to Tie Stars match is the last match uploaded uh, as of this recording. Uh, so we weren't able to watch the last two matches of the show. Um, but in the first one, uh, Natsupoi beat Tam Nakano and Utami Hayashishita in a three-way match. Uh, that was a pretty interesting result, although I read that the finish is pretty cool. Uh, Utami had Tam up for uh, for the bomb that she does, you know, the, the finish. And Natsupoi, like, drop-kicked her. Yeah, and Natsupoi, like, drop-kicked her so that she would hit Tam with the BT bomb but also fall back so then Poi could roll her up to get the win. Um, I feel like I'm probably describing it badly because I didn't see it. I just read about it, but it sounds like a really interesting finish. Um, Tam and Poi established that they really did not like one another uh, after the uh, the trios match from the, the show before this. And after this match, uh, Poi challenged Tam 
for a white belt match and Starlight Kid challenged Poi to a high-speed title match. So a lot happening here. Uh, Utami seems to have just been an afterthought, which is happening a bit. Has she even won since the Budokan show? I don't oh, think so. I don't think so either, honestly. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange to have your world champion just not winning matches, but I don't know. Um, yeah, so this was yeah. the Poi and Tam she show, I guess. Won. Yeah, she has not okay. won. <laughs> sure, that's that's definitely how you build a world champion. But uh, what do I know? Um, but yeah, this was the this was the Poi and Tam show. Um, and yeah, the set up two title matches. I don't know what more to say because uh, we couldn't oh. watch the match. Little thing. Um, they did a press conference for the Corkin shows um, at the end of the month. And not to play in Starlight Kids segment. Obviously, I don't know what they were saying, but it was a fucking whirlwind. Um, so Kid talks for a bit, you know, talks in her, you know, kind of badass fashion because, you know, that's how she does things sometimes. Um, and then Natsupoi starts talking and she does her, her usual intro where it's like Natsupoi and then she like takes a second and then she goes Natsupoi des. And Kid, while she's just like silent and like building up tension, Natsupoi is, Kid just looks at her like Hina looked at Rina that one time and is like, she's going to kill her. Like that's it. Like she's just going to kill her. Um, Yeah, so, <laughs> so while Natsupoi was talking, Kid was just like ready to murder someone. She did not look happy at all. Then at one point, Natsupoi grabbed Kid's face, but not in like a an aggressive way. It looked like she was gonna kiss her. And I was like, what? Like, where is this going? Um, again, I don't know Japanese. There was no subtitles, so I was just fucking along for the ride. Um, she grabs her face and is like talking really like passionately to her. I was like, what is happening? Um, and then she lets go, and Kid just like looks at her angrily. Um, and then you know they walk off, and then the 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 show ends with kid waving to the to the camera goodbye but they refuse to cut off the feed for like a minute and a half so she's just waving waving for a long long time um so yeah that's that was the that, yeah that's my input okay um yeah okay the i'm i i suppose i expected kid to challenge for the the high speed belt because she is one of the few actual high-speed wrestlers. I did think Saki Kashimo would be first in the line, but I suppose with her busy doing the um, the Ueda Tai Stars All Out War, this, it makes sense then to have Kid challenge uh, Poi. But Kid is also in the in the All Out War. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Man. I don't know why I didn't go with Saki Kashimo. It but... really sucks, honestly, because I feel like Kid is getting into that routine of like, this is like the fourth time that she's the first challenger for the high-speed belt. And you know she's going to lose again, so it's mm -hmm. kind of sad. Um, especially like if if this match was after the Tam match, then maybe it's like, oh, well, Natsupoi can really lose at any time because you know that's sort of how her character is. Uh, so Kid beating her would be like conceivable, but because Natsupoi is in a in a heavy like a really important championship match like a week later, not looking great. So that kind of sucks that Kid is once again going to lose this challenge. But I mean, it'll, it'll be fun, I suppose. Yeah, it'll be a good match. Um, I'm actually I'm more excited I'm for Tam. Yes, <laughs> um, I'm more excited for Tam and Poi to be honest. I think they did some really good stuff in the in the six woman tag match that had me excited, and I think that you know Tam 
I like Tam, and I think Poi is pretty good as well. And I think together they could just have a really, really fun match, especially because it's third from the top, so they won't be expected to have this like 25-minute epic, I'd say. It will just get the right amount of time for both of them. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and it's you know it's good to see that they uh, used this match to set up some interesting directions. I think it would have just been too easy to have somebody pin that's boy, but to actually go out there and have uh, you know a very creative finish that sets up a title match is, is obviously much better. Um, the main event of the show then was uh, the Goddess of Stardom tag title defense. Uh, Jumbo and Micah defended against Mina Shirakawa and Unagi Sayaka of the Cosmic Angels. Um, this was pr- pretty predictable. I didn't think it was time for the Angels to, to double up on the belts yet. Um, but DDM continue. They're pre- having a pretty good run. After the match, uh, did they challenge Julia and Siri, or did Julia and Siri challenge them? That is the question. I believe they challenged Julia and Sherry. Yeah, let me just double check. I should have checked this before, but you know, I thought I knew, but I, I did not. I'm almost positive they challenged. Um, let's see. Micah and Jumbo want their next defense to be versus Siri and Julia, who accept. Okay, yeah. So the champions challenge the challengers. Um, I this makes sense, I guess, because the DDM stuff is like they, as a group, are not the best for friends. They're all kind of vying to be the best, so it makes sense that they'd be like, "Hey, we're gonna defend against the other tag team in DDM." Um. My assumption was that Julia would lose, and I think that is a really that could be a really good uh kind of point of her story arc. I think it's too soon for her to win some belts, even if it is Siri that gets the win. Soon to have Julia back on top. So I think the the angle of this match might be like Jumbo pinning Julia again. And I think that could be a really interesting story from there. So as much as I know some people are kind of like really DDM versus DDM already. I kind of like it. I think uh, there's probably directions that they can go with the Julia story. And I think it'd be a good match as well. I think, you know, all four know each other pretty well, so they can deliver a pretty good match. Um, and yeah, like, I don't, I don't know what your thoughts on it are. I did but I was, I'm looking forward to it. And I think there could be some good storyline implications from it. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty interesting. I, did you say that it's going to be the main event? Did you mention that? Yeah, no, I didn't know. Yeah, so that's going to be the main event of the Yokohama Budokan. Uh, I am happy for a, a myriad of reasons, and I'm also a little bit like, eh, for a myriad of reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. The reason I'm happy is because I'm a big tag team wrestling guy. Always happy to see a tag title match go on last. Um, if, if you're going to ask me, I think that every company should treat their tag championships as an equal or at least close to an equal to the world championship um because i believe tag team wrestling is the foundation of so many you know companies and of of wrestling in general i feel like it's just as important as singles wrestling and i always felt like it should be treated a lot better uh the issue is is that stardom doesn't treat their tag championships that importantly so why is it in the main event like, if, like, I don't know, like, and this isn't, like, obviously it's like, oh, because the wrestlers are important, and I got that, but it's like, I feel like the, the tag championships need to be built up to be in this position, and if you think about it, the Wonder of Stardom Championship was built up to be in that main event match, 
uh and this one just kind of feels like oh well well julia so you know julia and it's like well that's not really that doesn't that doesn't really make sense um on the flip side it's like b versus utami going in the main event doesn't really sound that appealing um they could have had the the you know all-out war go in the main event but depending on how that ends i don't know if i would want that either i'm happy that a tag championship match is in the main event um but there are many weird things about it that i'm not too happy about including utami once again being treated like a background character while she's the world heavyweight champion not heavyweight the world champion yeah i think the important thing to note is that this is going on last not because it's a tag title match not because it's ddm but because of julia like that is that is pretty i don't think i'm out of pocket saying that like it's pretty well known their thoughts on julia my issue with that is that it really goes against the current story that they're trying to tell with her for her to be like, oh, I'm starting again. I'm wrestling the opener of Corkin. And then within four matches, she's main eventing the Yokohama Budokan. Like if we're meant to see her as this, you know, scrub at the bottom of the roster, she shouldn't be anywhere near the main event spot. Like, would you have Hina and Konami challenge Natsuko Tora and Saki Kashima in the main event of Yokohama Budokan? No, you wouldn't. Yes. Like, well, you would. But he like, knows better than half the roster, brother. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> I know. But Stardom would not. And that's basically what they're doing here because you're meant to see Julia as this, you know, bottom feeder, basically, that's, you know, starting from starting again. So, yeah, for her to just be main eventing a huge show over the world title. Uh, within a couple of matches uh, doesn't really make much sense. And you can probably say, oh, well, you know, Siri is there. And I agree, but Siri is like holding the, what, third, maybe fourth most prestigious singles title in the company. And then the tag champions are pretty much in, you know, in the mid card, I would say. Like, I don't, this isn't any sort of huge, huge match. And I think whatever my thoughts are on B Priestley, her and Utami should be going on last. I'm not saying that just because it's the world title, but that is the longest going story they have going into this show. And also, you really are shafting Utami to, to not have her go on last again. I can understand her taking a step back for a hair versus hair match. That's a really hot feud. But her being demoted basically for DDM being DDM is a uh, it's not good, and I th- I don't the optics are good, and I feel like you risk having her being severely overshadowed if you keep doing this. Like, if you're gonna keep putting her on second from the top or third from the top, just give Julia the belt now. You know what I mean? Like, if if you're gonna make it that apparent that Julia is the main focus, then just give her the belt. Like, I don't don't see why you're drawing it out. Yeah, I don't know. I. I... I really hope Jumbo pins Julia um, and then like challenges for like the, the world title. Uh, I think that would be pretty interesting um, or the white belt doesn't really matter. I think that Jumbo getting in our championship match would be probably what I want. Cause if you think about it, her, you know, white belt match with Julia was one of Julia's worst matches, worst defenses rather. Um, I was not high on that. And I think Jumbo has grown just in that time. So I think that her versus Utami uh, running it back from the from the five-star final, I think that would be a pretty good shout. Uh, or her versus Tam 
um, I feel like I remember them having a pretty decent match at one point too. So I think that that Jumbo winning is probably my hope. Uh, and you know, a get over Julia would be also the best case scenario. But you know, it's another sort of situation where it's like I'm not upset. It's just sort of like weird, and I'm not particularly like. Uh, on board, but I'm I'm not off board. If that makes sense, it's a really weird analogy. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think the match itself, I, I like it, and I like what they can do with it. But I just, I think putting it in the main event is is made a a bit kind of bitter, you know, because it's like, oh well, you know, DDM being DDM, I guess. Um, but you know the the match should be pretty good, and I I imagine that it'll be used to further the Julia story, and I do think Jumbo is probably the most likely to to pin her, because obviously she has that pinfall win over her in the in the GP under her belt, and uh, I think Jumbo challenging Utami for the world title would be great because uh, they had a good match in the GP final. Um, but obviously that was kind of very story heavy because Utami had just wrestled a twenty minute match with Siri. So them just getting to go at it fresh would be awesome. I think they'd do some really good stuff together. Um, that is that. Uh, that is that show. Uh, we have two shows to preview. Um, we shouldn't take too long here. Um, the first one is on the twentieth of March. It is at the uh, Yamagata Big Wing. Um, I was saying this to you beforehand. This is like I don't know if there's like different halls in this venue but like when i looked it up like new japan is around here and done like two thousand people but then other places have run here and drawn like 200 <laughs> and i'm just like how does that how does that work <laughs> um so yeah i assume stardom's going to be more in the uh, 200 direction than than 2000 um but you never know you really don't um it's just so- like papa like pop their second or third biggest attendance in history just randomly on like a basically house show that would be fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah be interesting all right um yeah the opening match of this show is a uh, starlight kid versus micah versus lady c uh, i assume micah gets the win here uh over lady c yeah um maybe kid gets the victory i know that they are really just like random with that sort of thing where it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I'm burping a lot. This monster really really <laughs> got me. I'm not gonna lie. Um maybe maybe Kid pins Lady C, but yeah, probably Micah. Uh hopefully another Mishinoku driver, because that shit goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Mishinoku driver is good stuff. She she puts um, some stank on that. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh the next match then is uh Mum Watanabe and Azumi against Mayu Utani and Saya Ida. Uh, I have no read on this. Um this I should guess. be the main event. I don't care what else is coming next. That's the ma- like, why? Like, I know that it has no, like you said, there's no real read on it. There's nothing really of, you know, significance here. But like, come on, man, that sounds like a good ass match. It does. Um, I feel like Azumi might win this one for some reason. I think I could see Azumi pinning Ida. Nah, I, I think Ida's gonna pin Momo just you know to put her in the mud a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. I feel like Momoas should win because they're obviously the established oh, for sure. team. So um, that's why I'm leaning towards Azumi, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, you know, against Momo getting the win. Um, I just see Azumi for some reason getting the win. 
Yeah, I mean that'd be cool. Either one. I, I think I think Momoa's definitely should be uh, tag champs by the end of the year. Um, if not, you know, by fucking the Fourth of July, uh, when they run that. No, that's not their Oda War show. Whatever. Like I think that they should. Um, around Oda Ward, they should probably be tag champs, uh, or be challenging for the tag championships. So mm. hopefully, you know, hopefully that happens. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um. In the next match, then, uh, Aphrodite reunites to take on Siri and Jumbo. It's a pretty fun match. Um, now this could lead it, this could uh, lend some credibility to the uh, Jumbo beating uh, Julia and challenging for the world title theory. Yeah, but it's Jumbo and Shuri. Yeah. So it's grab the top. Uh, probably goes to a draw. Oh, yeah. I'd say so. If. Like unless they really want, oh no, unless they really want to put like Shuri or Jumbo over and have them pin, um, Kamatani, I think this probably goes to a draw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Either a draw or Saya takes the pin. I think is probably definitely the most realistic result. Um, in the match after that, then uh, Julia and Natsupoi take on B Priestley and Konami. Man, um, it was such a good run of matches. Like those first few <laughs> matches sounded really good, um, and then they just decided to fuck me. Like what the fuck? I feel Dude. like their, <laughs> I feel like so much of their booking is like uh, copy and pasting because like the last two matches seem to always have Konami and B in the uh, in the co-main, and then Saki, Natsuko, and Raka in the main event because that was the last two shows as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's um, been... Oh, my. It's interesting. Um, I, obviously, yeah, I think uh, the, the Black Widows win here. Um, I'm I'm honestly not looking forward to this match. I don't... This does not look like it's going to be fun in any way. But uh, it probably ends I mean. up being better than I think. But I don't know. It just... Like, it's... No, man. Hmm. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they hear me say, oh, I think Julia's been killing it lately, and it's like, well, you're not going to think so in a few in a few days. Don't worry about that. Like, yeah. I'm sure she'll do... I'm sure Julia will do fine. I'm sure Natsupoi will do fine. I'm not sure, though, because I feel like the current Julia probably will just get eaten up against Konami and B, and I don't think... Well, I'm not going to watch this match. Like, <laughs> I think that's pretty clear. Like, You're really going to make me watch it, aren't you? Yeah, I, I should be getting this. Yeah, right. I'll, um, I'll take the next show. Are, are the Dan- are the are the are the Black Widows on the on the show after this? I hope so. Um, okay. The main event then of this show is uh the Cosmic Angels team of Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Unagi Saka against Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, and Raka. Um. Cosmic Angels probably wins because they're kind of the team getting the push at the moment. Uh, so I can definitely see them winning. Or else, uh, maybe the Uweta Tai team wins and challenges for the artist belts, but I don't know. I feel like Uweta Tai just had those belts. championship is coming up like a, a week later. Oh, yes, yes. So they will pro- they might win here and then challenge at the Corican. It's possible. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. I don't know. I think the Angels probably win though, because I feel like they're the ones getting the push at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. 
Uh, also, not a particularly interesting match to me, but it could it could surprise me. It could be really good. Yeah, I'm genuinely excited for uh, Natsuko Tora and uh, Mina Shirakawa to to do some stuff. To be honest, you're big on Mina lately. He throws a fucking mean forearm, man, and that's all I'm here for. <laughs> I respect it. I respect. It. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the the show, the next show, then to talk about is uh was on the 21st of March. Uh, it is at the Sendai Pit. Uh, the infamous Sendai crowds will return. Uh, in the opener, we have Mina Shirakawa versus Lady C versus Konami. That sounds like a match. This this is gonna be this is gonna be good, Dylan. I don't know what you're talking about. Lady C is great. Konami is great. Mina Shirakawa is great. This is gonna be good. Um, I think Konami probably wins. She has a bit of momentum on her side. I feel like she could win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe okay. Mina. Possibly. I think Mina winning would make sense. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I mean, she has a title defense in a few days after this, even though it's a you know artist. It's a good but, point. You know. Yeah, that's no, a good point. Yeah, Mina Mina wins. Um, the next match then is uh, Azumi and Sayakamitani against Little Big Planet. So the return of Little Big Planet, uh, Jumbo hey. and Natsupoi, uh, which means we get more of Poi and Azumi doing high-speed things, which is fantastic. So uh, I like that. Um, Jumbo probably will win. I feel like that's where they're going. Um, so her getting the win would be pretty chill. Concussion bomb on Azumi? Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. That, that might, like yeah. That. I mean, Azumi bumps like hell. So mm. that'd be pretty cool. Um, before I read the next match, uh, you you did say you're gonna watch oh, this no. show, yeah? Wait, no, <laughs> no, please tell me it is not what I think it is. Oh no, please. Be Priestley and Saki Kashima <laughs> against Unagi Sayaka and Oh my God, dude! <laughs> <laughs> they found a way to find a worse match. <laughs> You've gotta be shitting me! Oh my God. <laughs> oh my god, dude. What the oh, fuck did I just do to myself? This is great. I love it. I love it so much. Um so have fun with that. Uh I I hope that the Cosmic Angels win. They could definitely pin Saki. Um that would be a good result. But B can also just pin Unagi, I wouldn't be surprised. B could simply win, yes, as as usual. Um, yeah. The match after that then is uh, Utami Hayashishita and Momo Watanabe against Natsuko Tora and Raka. Uh, I pray that Utami or Momo wins this match because Raka is right there. Like, please. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh my god, Momo taking taking a chair shot in a, in a refrigerator bomb. Oh, oh that would be god. pain. <laughs> I don't think even I, like like the most diehard away. To, I don't think Mikey could defend that. Like the most diehard, like a long time ago. <laughs> he like gave I don't. Up on that a long time ago. I don't think I even like, like the most diehard Oedotai fans could be like, yeah, you know, well, it happens. It's like no, it doesn't happen. Momo, like, what the fuck? Yeah, there, there are definitely stardom defenders out there who will defend everything, but even they won't be able to defend that. Like that would be too much. <laughs> I would love to see them try though. It'd be pretty funny. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um. The main event of the show then, 
is Micah, Siri, and Julia against Mayu Otani, Starlight Kid, and Saeeda. That um, sounds good. It does, yeah. This should be fun. Um, have I don't know. I think the Stars team kind of needs to win, but then they never. They've they never been losing do. for like the past like months. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they they just basically ever since Mayu dropped the red belt, it's just been. Have they closed a show this year? Uh, yeah, I think it was only two though, because I remember I did the the numbers there recently where I looked yeah. through everything, and they had the like, least. They have not been doing well. Yeah, as I said, ever since Mayu like dropped the belt, it's just been pain and suffering for them. <laughs> Real shame too. Yeah, I, I I really thought they were gonna do big things when like I was like, Oh yeah, I mean kid is lined up to be the number two, she's gonna step up and get a push, and Ida's right there as number three. And yeah, they've just kinda lost a lot. Um and I, I mean I think they're okay, like they can lose, but it's also like I would appreciate if they would win. Um, but I understand not everybody can win and uh, it's just not their time. So Man, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that show then. That's that show done. Um, we will be back next week uh, to preview the Corican and uh, review these two shows. Uh, I doubt most of them will be up by the time we record because we like to give a bit of space before the Corican so people can actually listen to the show. Um, and then the week after that, then we'll be back to review the Corican and uh, look forward to the Yokohama Budokan show. Uh, which should be a fun time. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Do any of you got any closing thoughts, closing remarks? Nah, I honestly really got to go take a poop, so I'm trying to get out of here. Right. Oh, okay. no, I'm not even fronting. Okay, yeah. TMI a little bit, but I, 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 will, I will get you out of here. Um, so, believe today, shine tomorrow. You leave in. Ejo. 